I'm Justine Murray and this is Tiahi Kam on Radio New Zealand National. Now to listen to the podcast of today's interviews, you can head to radioNZ.co.nz or look us up on Facebook, just search Tiahika, that's T-E-A-H-I-K-A-A. Released in 2009, The Waiata Reconnect, sung by Ngāti Awa Tūhoi Māori singer Macy Rika. Now, she's a good example of a success story. Macy's been singing since she was a kid, growing up in Whakatane. Which brings us to this year's New Zealand Music Month. This Wednesday, the New Zealand Music Commission officially launched the nationwide promotion. Overseeing New Zealand Music Month is Communications and Projects Officer Simon Woods, who explains what the promotion is about, and how it benefits Māori artists. I have a history of working in and around the music industry. Um, record, uh, I've worked for a variety of different record companies in New Zealand. I've owned my own record company. I've worked for music distributors. I've um, done radio. I've worked in music TV. I'm one of those industry guys. One of those industry guys, eh? So what does uh, what, what is it about? What is the promotion about? Well, originally it was about trying to um, lift the um, public perception and of um, the quality of New Zealand music that was available with a, with a particular focus on trying to get commercial radio to play more local music. Um, and that was... That's why it uh, was set up and started, and that, that was its focal point for the, the initial few years. But it sort of morphed as, most importantly, the New Zealand public embraced the concept of Music Month, and they wanted to celebrate our culture, which you know we're not opposed to at all. So over the years, it has morphed from something that was very, very industry-focused to what we like to think of it as now, and it's just generally a, a New Zealand-wide community celebration of our music and music makers. The structure of the New Zealand Music Commission, it's a government-funded organisation. Yes. So New Zealand Music Month is not a, is not a money-making venture? Not at all. Um, we run it on the smell of an oily rag. Um, we're, there's no um, commercial imperatives. Um, we're not trying to make money. Um, it's... Um, costs us the money to run run Music Month. It's all you know. There's, it's just there for, for for good reasons. How does this month, do you think, Simon, um, help Māori singers or Māori artists? Does it in any way shine the light on them? Yes and no. Uh, one way to look at it, it can do no harm to any Māori artists that are active in the music community. The way that we run Music Month is we provide a platform for people to do pretty much what they want during the month. So a lot of the events and shows that happen throughout the country, we have very little to do with. Rather, we encourage people to do things, we lend them branding, we add um, promotional support and things like that. So um, regardless of, of um, the stature of the band or what they're doing, anyone can get involved um, in the month and put on events and you know if they're commercial events we hope that they uh, generate a profit if they're not-for-profit events we hope they go incredibly well I mean our, our mandate and, and our great desire is just for people to have as much fun as possible and for people to be able to get their music out to the community in whatever manner they can and so you know sometimes a lot of it is focused around live events but increasingly now with the advent of um, the, the digital realm, the internet is becoming more and more a 
viable and valuable way for particularly the up-and-coming artists to get their music outside of their home and their communities to the wider wider nation. Um, there's no specific Māori angle or aspect to the month, but we we encourage anyone that's, you know, um, working be it in the, the more traditional um, Māori music or contemporary to, to do what they can, and we're there to, to offer encouragement, um, support, mm. um, promotional support, and we're um, asked um, advice. The New Zealand uh, Music Commission, Simon, um, obviously the music community as such, we have funding avenues such as NZ On Air, Te Maungai Pāho, um, yourselves as a, really a promotional vehicle you know, for, for Māori artists and singers who want to get their stuff out there. Do you know how... A Māori artist can do that. Where do they go? Um, well, there's there's no uh, you know outside of the funding agencies um, and Creative New Zealand and places like that. There's no actual sort of industry Māori group as such, except um, there is one that that um, is kind of in a very much a fledgling state at the moment. Mm-hmm. Called Māori Music Managers Development Initiative, and um, they have a Facebook group. Um, which anyone that, that's uh, Maori and, and looking to be either in the managerial side of things or just an artist should track that group down because what they're doing is is through you know sort of the, the the means of Facebook offering a forum for people to ask questions about career development, where to go for recording, um, what sort of companies do the best deals for PAs and things like that, and mm. the advice that um, some of the you know. Um, Managers and, and people within the industry that are giving to the people on that Facebook page is incredibly valuable and it's incredibly supportive um, outside of the, the general industry, which of course is just open to anyone. So, you know, anyone looking to, to be involved in, in, in the industry, it's a really, really um, supportive um, community and um, non judgmental, which is, you know, often really important in those, those early days. The change in the pace of technology over the, the past, say, I don't know, five to ten years, how has it impacted on, I mean, we, you did speak about it briefly just before, has it impacted the music industry in a good way or a, or a bad way, or a bit of both? A bit of both. I mean, it's really threatened the traditional revenue um, models that the industry has, you know, utilised for, for, you know, the past 30, 40 years. It's hurt the pre-recorded music industry um, quite hard. With the, you know, there was the issues of people burning CDs, and um, you know, there's the illegal downloading problems that that uh, has has hurt the financial side of the industry. And and there's been a lot of cutbacks globally because of the reduced revenue there. But on the other side, it's opened up the world to musicians. Where once upon a time it was very very closed. It was very very hard to to make any any way in the music industry because you know there was only X number of record companies and they only put out X number of records per year, and in the New Zealand context, New Zealand musicians were very very much at the end of the chain. They were you know, um, whereas today you can bypass that entire thing. It's always great to have the support of a record company and things like that, but you don't actually have to wait for them. You can get out and make a noise for yourself. And so there's the likes of iTunes where you can go through a variety of different aggregators and there's no there's no um, tastemaker going, no, we're not going to sign you and we're not going to put you up. There's people that are looking to, to 
put anything and anyone up there on those platforms. The Spotify, where as you know, um, as a music fan, you can listen to music from around the world without actually having to buy it, which is you know a novel, legal, and, and completely new way to consume music. There's YouTube that anyone can put um, material up on and share their music. Um, there's websites, there's Facebook, there's Twitter. There's there's a lot of ways that that bands, both established and you know, um, trying to make their name, can push their message, and that's not going to cost them anything but time. And you know, from that, some artists can create at least some revenue. And one would hope, you know, it's, it's the foundation stones of, of vibrant careers. Yes, and one example that immediately comes to my mind using social media is um, the very lovely Macy Ricker. So, I, yes. yes, New Zealand Music Month uh, for the entire month of May. Um, how is the message getting out there? We've got the obviously the, the branding, which is a really good, you know, that brand is really built up over time, hasn't it? The old um, yes. bull, target bull... The target. Um, we've kind of, we're really, you know, really very lucky that the branding's done so well. We've given it a slight tweak this year, to, but kept it very much in the same style. We've just modernised the font and done a few things like that, which gives it a slightly fresher look. But, um, you know, we, whilst the branding's really important and the message that it is New Zealand Music Month is really important, um, from our perspective, the the thing that we think is most important is actually people take some time out this month and just think, wow, there's a whole lot of New Zealand music that has impacted on our lives. It's those songs that are there with us when we're having the best time with our mates, and sometimes it's the songs that are there when we're, ha- when we're really, really down. Music complements our lives, and the music from our own land speaks to us a lot more directly than... than um, some of the music that isn't. Kia ora, Simon Woods from the New Zealand Music Commission.